Hello and welcome to Football Scotland Daily, the podcast that brings you all the big news, analysis and debate Monday to Friday just in time for your daily commute. I'm Jules Boyle and joining me today is the man who's just back for a scouting mission at Prince's Paisley Park Studios in Minneapolis, no less, our own sexy mother funker, Chris Doyle. <laughs> well, what an introduction. <laughs> You're worth it. <laughs> On the pod today we're going to take a look at Kenny Miller's comments and the lack of young Scottish talent coming through the ranks at Rangers, Neil Lennon's fulsome praise he's captain Neil Lennon and Craig Levine's heartfelt plea his players they just try and play a little bit better. <sighs> <laughs> First up, we've got that ongoing saga Scotland and where did it all go wrong? Um, a common complaint is that we're just not bringing through enough young talent. Seems to be, I think, seems to be mentioned and mentioned by different people. Um, Chris Boyd had a lot to say about that the other day, which myself and Gabe addressed in the pod in a sort of different direction. But Kenny Miller's now um, as he starts the debate, but with a kind of more Rangers sort of slant on it. Um, let me see. So he was on um, BBC Sports Sound. And it was him and John Hughes uh, debating it, debating the, the nation's shortcomings, shall we say. Um, and Kenny basically talked about how the Rangers have struggled to bring through players into the Scotland setup compared to the 90s when it was like, you know, a team full of sort of Rangers players all over it. Um, what he said, I know you've read it, um, you were here before you get in, but I'll just mm-hmm. re- refresh it for you, just, just for the That's sake good. of decency. Um, so what he said was basically, during my time at Celtic, you looked at the Rangers team and there were five, six or seven of them in the Scotland squad. For McCall, Jury, Goff, Gorham, uh, McCoyst, you know they were all in there. Tell me Rangers players in the Scotland set up now. And he was, it's, it's, Ryan Jack was suggested. Um, so Kenny Miller um, got back, back to that and he basically said, um, McGregor and Fergus and Hutton were all there before. All these guys were in the system prior to Murray Park being there because that's only since 2001. That was that was that was established. Um, they might have started out there, but they were already in the system. It's about who came through at Rangers since Murray Park being there is an issue for him. There's not too many. Uh, closing the way it says, you look at Celtic the last three years, three of their best performers, Cal McGregor, James Forrest, Kieran Tierney, all homegrown boys, quite right, and Mikey Johnson's broken through and he's really coming to problems this year. It's not easy, but questions need to be asked. Why are one of the biggest teams in the country toiling to bring players through? I'm thinking, he's trying to think outside of Ryan Jack, who could be in the Scotland squad out of the Rangers team? Has he got a point? Yeah, yes and no. I mean, it's very harsh to pinpoint Scotland's issues just in the one team because really. It's a collective effort. Yeah, um, of course it is. And, yeah, so it's a bit harsh just to single, single Rangers out. I, um, think, but I think he's coming for Rangers. I think, yeah. yeah, obviously, yeah, from his background, mm-hmm. being close to the club. and um, But I think that's what sort of maybe the grievances Rangers fans would have hearing that, is mm-hmm. that, like, well, we've been singled out Why here. Is it our fault? But yeah. I, I think, um, which is completely understandable, but you're right, he does have a point in terms of, like, past sort of, like, 15 years in terms of Rangers bringing through youngsters. I mean, the the only two that are in the team right now um, from from their academy, um, Alan McGregor, who doesn't really count because he was, in terms of like, it's not like a recent one. Yeah, he was obviously yeah. way back when. And then Ross McCrory, who's been mm-hmm. loaned out yeah. uh, to Portsmouth. So, I mean, it's one of those ones that I think it's genuinely because of kind of Rangers... You know, since they've came, became back up, uh, came since they were liquidated and they've been back up for, uh, to the top flight, they've always seems like they've been chasing Celtic in a sense. Mm-hmm. So they've been always kind of, they've been thinking more about the short term instead of the long term, especially this season or the past few seasons when they're thinking about stopping Celtic, um, getting you know eight, nine, ten yeah. in a row. They they need to sort of think of the short term. So if you throw in a youngster, maybe like. Because Rangers do actually have a lot of promising youngsters they in the do. academy right now, yep, yep. including some Scottish ones. You know, Josh McPake, uh, Stephen Kelly, both of them have mm-hmm. also been loaned out this season. 
um, Zach Redden is another one. Yeah. Um, there's these players that could make that step up to the first first team, but the problem with young young players is that you're essentially you know you get a lot of you get obviously the inexperience, but you get inconsistency with that as well. So yeah. are Rangers in that position where they can maybe sacrifice a few points here and there to essentially looking you know for the long term and mm-hmm. saying well it's still going to be good experience for the player yeah, um, so they've decided point. not to do that which mm-hmm. is they've decided just to essentially as you say it was just um, Ross McCrory who has had some first team football mm-hmm. um, and McGregor who doesn't really count so compared to Celtic that is a low number yeah. um, and I think it's just genuinely their kind of like short term kind of approached it in terms of like you know essentially when they got uh, you know they got Pedro in and they've got Gerrard and that's just, I mean they've not been sort of building for the the future in a sense they've been just going for like that home run essentially yeah. uh-huh. to stop Celtic and that's the pressure from being a club like Rangers you know and you, they want to be right there up at the top and from the fans so it's interesting it's a, a topic I've actually thought about wrote, uh, writing a piece about but mm. I actually didn't because I thought it would be it's quite hard to sort of judge it's like that way if could Rangers essentially sac- imagine this right this is hypothetically right so <laughs> see where you're going with this. Rangers sacrifice essentially 10 in a row right oh. right to losing 10 uh-huh. in a row right but then by say these past few years going back you're bringing yeah. through like more of these youngsters giving them first in football instead of getting these you know these loan deals through mm-hmm. um, with Defoe I'm not saying he's not going to be good but at the end yeah. of the day he's only going to be there for a certain amount of time yeah. so would it essentially sacrifice they lose the 10 in a row but do you know in turn like see what about for the next decade essentially yeah. then Rangers are in a better position to win you know you know how many titles you know uh-huh. in in those in the coming years like yeah, yeah. that's not you know that's not a sacrifice that like essentially that Rangers or Celtic fans would be willing to take no, but definitely I think Celtic have obviously found the right balance of like essentially bringing in you know sort of uh, sort of their through their own players, and then mm-hmm. also sort of maybe bringing in sort of loan deals from you know kind of bringing in these players that are help them sort of win now, but also they're in a good position for the, the future. I just don't think yeah. Rangers have struck that balance, and it's not just Scottish players. Essentially, like obviously, you know, with the players coming through the academy, the chance are they are. There's a lot of they they'll get a lot of players from like sort of Northern Ireland with mm-hmm. Linfield who represent them and so on, but. Yeah, a lot of them that if they were players coming through and getting first team football, say like you know like Aberdeen, there's sort of Lewis Ferguson, McLennan, you know those guys getting sort of first team football at nineteen, twenty years of age. Yeah, that's going to essentially be good for the national team and for you know for club and country. Of so it is, yeah, um, it's an interesting sort of sort of point that Kenny Miller brought up. I do think he he has there's a, a lot of merit to it, but essentially. It's not just all about sort of Rangers in the sense of like, you know, obviously you and uh, Gabby went into the Chris Boyd point. Yeah. Um, and I think he, he had some sort of, he was accurate what he was saying, but there's not, I think it's like a mixture of things, not just yeah. to pinpoint it on say like, oh, it's, you know, it's a middle class sport and the cost yeah. of it. It says that is yeah. partly to do with that, yeah, but yeah. it's also part to do with what I said, Kenny Miller says, all oh, these clubs that just haven't brought enough good players through. It's just, it's unfair to pinpoint it, Rangers, yeah, but I no, get definitely. where he's coming from. Yeah, I get where he's coming from. I don't think he's, he's but if, you, if you read the whole thing, I don't think he's particularly saying it's Rangers' fault or anything, but I think there's definitely, because in the past, if you're looking at a stronger Scottish team, you, you want your best players coming yeah. through your biggest clubs, because that's more likely you're going to get the better players and the bigger things. And there is a noticeable gap now. Do you know what I mean? There's a noticeable missing there. I think 
like we look at Rangers are playing in was it the third division, the second division, they could have been bringing through young players then, the perfect opportunity yeah, to build that's a strong what, team, yeah. but you bring in Ian Black and people like that. Yeah, high wages, high those wages guys, and, Daza, and, and Templeton, you know, people, in, yeah. weren't, they, weren't they doing a job for them either? And it means they, they, when they come up, they could have come up with a strong young team that were totally ready to a go core, yeah. I mean, a core a team who you could sell on for money who would get you places and do that and instead they've had to keep replace 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 and now they're a situation where I mean it's only the last couple of years and Gerard's done a good job mm-hmm. with them and you know, unarguably he's done a job whether it's a credible threat everyone debates some old send messages on but there's there's obviously it's, it's on right it's on now but up to the past so that policy hasn't really paid off yeah. because they, I mean they, ha- they haven't stopped six in a row seven or eight or these like that they haven't won silverware and now they're in this position where they have to have the, they, they, I mean, they have to stop nine and ten as you said given the choice long termism it would make more sense maybe to kind of go well this is what we really need to do to plans for the future but there's just no, I mean, you know, and I'm sure Celtic would be in the same position, but like, no way can we try and let that happen, so they have to keep doing these bits on it. And the thing is, when you look at the, like, watching the young the young Rangers team, like uh, Graham Murray's boys, watching the Glasgow Cup, watching all those games, there's a lot of really great talent in there. I mean, mm-hmm. really impressive. Um, the games and against, beating Celtic. Yes, yeah. oh, totally. And the Celtic team were really impressive as well, but you're watching the Rangers ones, because that's what we're talking about, and there was talent all over the park. So, I mean, really impressive young guys um, who, you know, definitely could be doing me a step up and, and have the potential yeah. to come on and do it and a bit of experience and getting bloodied in and do that 100% but then you look at you know you bring them in but you can't drop three points because Celtic are going to run away with yeah. it and you can't do that so you can't risk these young guys and you can bring in one at a time every so often do you know what I mean they're in a situation where it's kind of you know they're damned in both ways, basically. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a very difficult position to be You're right, but um, it's not necessarily Gerard's fault for not bringing no, them through because no. he's he's known to be, actually, he worked with youngsters at uh-huh. Liverpool. So, yeah. um, But I genuinely think his, oh, like his sort of coming into the job, he'd been like, look, this is, you need to stop this in the next uh-huh. next two years or whatever, next three years, you need to stop Celtic winning yeah. 10 in a row. And yep, he feels like he can't afford to put no. in these young players. And no, I get that. Not. And that's like a systematic problem. You're saying that they went down to, when they went down to the third division, it's the same sort of like, they had, yeah, a short-term approach instead of thinking yeah, of the that long-term. That was their window because they were always going to get out of those leagues. I mean, that, that was never an issue. They were never going to like not get away from the third division or get away from the second division. That was always going to happen. And the resources they had, I think they had the second biggest wage bill do you know what I mean? So they, they had they had this great opportunity because they were always going. To, but bringing in these short termers, these older guys, they were they were well above the league that they were in, yeah. and still didn't do particularly. They didn't great even get the championship the first yeah, time. They I had exactly. took two years, so they took four years. Yeah, to four years the, to get yeah to yeah, get back yeah, up. So I don't know the, if it would have been as much of a difference. Oh, no. They did add obviously some good players. There were, I mean, Lee McCulloch ended up scoring like <laughs> how many goals like in like Division Three or something. Yeah, like uh-huh. he was like top goal scorer. So yeah, like uh-huh. obviously like they brought in good players that could obviously play at that level at that and were too good loads. for that level yeah, but, was but it's that just more looking at like yeah the sort of there was a good chance to probably yeah. uh, bleed in these sort of youngsters yeah. and, and then came in with this, this young strong yeah. team I mean this core of young players who would have been financial assets as well let's not, let's not forget it's not just the success that they brought that that's a solidity and yeah. organisation they would actually had you know this great thing to your Kieran Tierney types I mean yeah. you can then go well we've had this guy for since he was a lad he's worth a bomb now doff off we go and we can reinvest and stuff but, yeah, but without that you're totally right do you know especially what I mean? looking, by, looking back to now you're right as saying Gerrard doesn't have that for that luxury no. and Rangers fans will agree like oh like you see Mikey Johnson coming through like you know getting glimpses of the sort of on the fringes past two seasons uh-huh. and all of a sudden this season he's sort of he's more a prominent role yeah I mean, the, 
like it's not that like sort of the the, the players in the Rangers Academy uh, don't have that ability. No, it's essentially not. they've just not been presented that it's opportunity, the opportunity, the opportunity, which is frustrating. Like, well, for the player, feeling like they might have to move on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's also frustrating for fans because they they might be essentially losing a great player. Um, and then who like in five years time is going to turn into you know like some, you know, <laughs> some I, absolute superstar which yeah. could easily well, happen Billy, like, Billy Gilmore is, yeah. is a perfect example do you remember he was like 15 when he left I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar or like that, but you can see obviously Chelsea come calling yeah, I know. it's very difficult do you know I mean I as much as you might be at Rangers and happy and getting places if Chelsea come calling but again there's also a debate as well a lot of the time these young guys go down and get totally subsumed and lost I mean it's not definitely like oh it's a big drama we've seen plenty of things he's happened but I think if there was more opportunity for progression at Rangers they'd be more attractive to stay as well I mean maybe you could compete with Chelsea not in a literal sense but in that kind of this is the best place for your development because you'll get top great stuff you'll get opportunities and you'll become a better player than you would possibly at a big club where you don't get the opportunities because that does happen as well yeah. do you know what I mean I obviously Gilmore's different he yeah. is getting a, a goal um, but you know. But I think, like, looking back in terms of, like, the wider picture in terms of the national setup, you've essentially, like, got more players from, you know, like, well, I know McKenna wasn't in the squad mm-hmm. um, and Suter because of injuries, right? But essentially there's more players, sort of, that have kind of, from Aberdeen, you know, Kenny McLean obviously did come from there, from Aberdeen, yeah. Hart, um, these other teams, there's more players essentially in the squad than, Ran- than Rangers and you wouldn't really, f- like, that is a that isn't a normal situation is it because Rangers are essentially the second best team in the country you would think there's more than just Ryan Jack in the setup uh-huh. do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's teams that have a sort of a lower lower wage bill or whatever like that are yeah. finishing below them mm-hmm. and they've got more players in the national setup than yeah. Rangers I mean uh-huh. that is a bit of a, a worrying sign and mm-hmm. I don't think what I just said is I don't, I'm not quite sure it's really going to change in the coming years looking at their team right now yeah. there's not really like I said, McCrory was that one you'd expected who was going to be like mm-hmm. up at like a huge part of um, Gerard's team this year, totally. and then he might still be long term. But a yeah. lot of like uh, like a lot, a lot of fans, fans were really surprised yeah, because like, they were thinking right he he's played he's sort of made that sort of progression uh-huh. each year, step, and yeah. probably going to thinking he's going to make another step this year. Yeah, um, and he did, and, but it was down to Pompey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, you're right; he could come back a better player, yeah. but then he also like. You don't know like where his future lies now, and yeah. the player will be thinking he doesn't. He was he was the one that pushed it through because uh-huh. he felt like he was a time he needs to be playing more football. And yeah. essentially, Jed was like, "I can't get a guarantee I can't that." Guarantee and it, the yeah. reason he can is because he like I think it's genuinely because it's like putting in those younger players. Um, you're not guaranteed sort yeah. of success straight away. I mean, gamble. you might sort of later yeah, down the line, yeah, but totally. then at that point, do they lose that point? Do you lose another? Essentially, don't get a trophy this year yeah, or something yeah, like don't that. Get a trophy. It's not, even, not just like not stopping the line. It's maybe not a trophy. I know. Again, it's a, it's a shame that it is a shame it's that difficult. Celtic would be in the exact same position. So it's, I'm not. So it's not like 100%. We're, we're singling out, but it is. It is a bit. Um, it's unfortunate that clubs yeah. or sort of like even managers don't have that security to think like long term and uh-huh. to think like well and we need to bring these boys through yeah bring the yeah. boys through and then we'll find success later down the line but that's yeah. just not what it is with old firm unfortunately totally definitely not okay speaking of that eh, moving across the city um, Neil Lennon's came out in defence he's captain Scott Brown today um, there was rumours of a bust up um, before the Rangers game it had some mighty Barney and it, it did smell of the brown stuff it really did but uh, you saw their celebration after it it was just like no no it wasn't It wasn't for the cameras you could tell it was just nonsense um, originating from um, Celtic bloggers of all things I mean just I don't know who knows um, but Lennon's come out today and just laughed it off and just been like you know just you know, what did he say to this but he did uh, make a point of saying um, the 
he's happy to admit that basically like many many Celtic fans he actually properly loves Bruni actually said I love him do you know what I mean uh, <laughs> you know like like That's you hear him. a lot yeah he's just straight nice up about it him. totally but he made a good point as well he's cause basically a lot of folks are saying he's finished his legs are gone and he, he, he should, you know, he's winding down his career and all that sort of stuff and Lennon came out we have very, very vigorous defence, and just say this. So he's, he's quotes here. Um, it's ageism, pure and simple ageism. I'm very vigorous, shaking his head when he said it. He was just like really making the point. He's a man for all seasons. When he's right, and in the main, he's always right. He's still a hell of a player. It's difficult to play without. Difficult to play without him at times. But the Rangers game was one of his finest games that I've seen from him, and I've been here for a long, long time. He's just got that natural cardiovascular ability. He's blessed with that. When you see him running and training behind the scenes, he's still at the forefront of it all and very powerful. Um, Skip over there. There was quite a lot. He still reads the game, covers the ground, tackles, recycles well brilliantly. Most of all, when you really need him, he's always there, and that's just so important. Um, we've discussed Scott Brown many a time on this. I know Gaby, will be listening, is a big fan of Scott Brown. Um, well, we wish your thoughts on that. I mean, you know, obviously, he had a, a great game on uh, Ibrooks as well. Where do you see his, his place in the team these days? And is, is Lennon? You know, are you with them? Are you, your your face is crunching yeah, up. Yeah, well, I think it, it's crunching up because of the just the initial the rumours. I just think they were it was absolute nonsense. I mean, it was they essentially. I think they came about because he was dropped for for a league game. But uh-huh. let's not forget that he had an absolute shocker against Cluj. So do you know, on like so, let, let let's take the Rangers game out. Of it. He actually deserved to be dropped for that game. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah. like it was players. Where is Brown? Or if it's important players, if players, especially in Celtic's midfield. If the player's not he, the first few games of the season, Brown was not good at all. So he actually need probably deserved to be dropped, as much as obviously he's a captain. And I think that's what sparked the rumor. Be like, oh, dropping the captain. There's a, I mean, but can, can, was, can, can you drop the captain? One, can you drop the captain for playing at Ibrox? And two, can you go no, the no, captain no, no, Scott Brown? I, mean, I know, I know what you're saying. That's why I, th- I think he, I think he had a run of bad games. Yes. And Lennon was thinking, I'm was essentially like, I'm going to give him sort of a break and for like, and he was always planning to play him for the Rangers mm-hmm. game. Yeah. And um, so I just think the rumors were stupid. And really, essentially, like like any player, he didn't play that game because he wasn't playing playing good enough. And uh-huh. then I don't think it was a case of that Lennon was was going to leave him out of the game. Although that a lot of people did think that. Um, but it just showed you yeah, exactly in that one game that he's still such a valuable sort of member yes. um, of the squad totally. where it's, it's experienced but he also brings that quality but I think with with Brown's age like, and we've seen it the past two seasons he's not going to have like the most consistent sort of year like he he will there will be sort of peaks and troughs throughout it because he's he doesn't have the legs anymore so we've seen it like he didn't have a very good start to last season he ended up being dropped by Rodgers in Chamon McGregor uh, played a lot and then at the end of sort of after New Year essentially had that winter break and he came back he looked a different player and Please, scoring important goals and just yeah. putting in like just like such a good shift and just like going forward and defensively kind of like yeah. you know the brain of old so I definitely think there's still a place for him but don't don't be surprised if essentially if he goes through you know if he does have this odd bad game or if he goes through a, a bad spell and then then Lennon takes him out of the squad again he's not going to yeah. play every game at his age and you're not going to get the best out of him that way so yeah the rumours are stupid but I mean yeah. just no, looking at Lennon and Brown like you just know they're two personalities that would get on totally, like you, I know totally. I don't know behind the scenes right uh-huh. so I'm not sure they you know they might get on professionally but I genuinely just think that they would get get on so aye, well aye, and I like so. they'd be those they'd actually be they're just like sort of 
they're they're both kind of leaders you know yeah and i think yeah. like their personalities would just match like and so to think that they would have had a fallout nah they're just too professional for that yeah, i mean totally. lennon would have been able to go to brown if he had an issue with him and vice versa and just speak to him instead of there being like some sort of spat because ah, it wasn't was it, it, well. it was a brown yeah he he would like a, a tweet or something as well yeah, after uh-huh. being dropped yeah was, yeah and then yeah. and then he's he just came out and to be fair brown just went and said like i scrolled through it and accidentally I, did I, it I, I, we've all done that like, exactly so like <laughs> uh, yeah it, it just i think that's how it kind of started but the fact he was asked in a press conference shows that mm-hmm. <laughs> that somebody took it seriously totally and, but totally i'll um, just try to get so some sort of reaction yeah, off when that, that would chase not and that's in the you face, can see it? from his his response that oh, he was he was just like that bolt. yeah that is that's is nonsense uh-huh, um, it's absolute nonsense you think as well though I mean, obviously i just say i mean you're quite right with a lot a lot of what you've said i think as well though brown what he also brings, and that's something that age doesn't weather, I think, is, is the mentality that he brings. He's mm-hmm. got this steely will to win, he's got this focus, he's got this thing he can drag the game and drag the players along. He seems to really dominate the headspace of the game, and I think yeah. that's quite invaluable for Celtic, especially in those sort of big games. Um, obviously, he's good at getting in the headspace of the opponents as well, as we've seen many a time. Um, but he does seem to have is that captain thing, but there's more than that. I think even if he wasn't the captain, he'd be really, you know, he leads... He leads. Yeah. He leads. He always seems to be leading the team. He's always sort of there. I think that's something that that Lennon wouldn't want to be missing out on either. Well, yeah, exactly. And obviously, the guts. Sorry, well, not really guts, but it was. It was. I was kind of. A lot of people were calling for. They would been. I said going on form. You could mm-hmm. maybe see Brown not playing that game, but because he hadn't had the best start to the yeah. season. But Lennon was like, no, I, like, oh, no. I know what I'm going to give him. And for Brown, you know, you're saying that mentality for you know a lot of. The, players nowadays essentially you know it's caught you know that confidence of like yeah. when they're playing well they're playing well but it's all of a sudden when they go for that bad spell mm-hmm. do you know how do you break out of that yeah but do you know like brown essentially managed to do that in the Aye. biggest ga- essentially one of the <laughs> biggest games of the season yeah. and produced one of his best performances yeah and like you wouldn't have seen that performance coming from him uh-huh. um sort of based on as i said his recent form but that's got nothing it's like it seemed like that was just an afterthought from he he obviously he just knew like he's a man that will rise to the occasion yeah and even though like he had that sluggish side of the season he was probably going into that game thinking like no no do you know what i mean like i'm, I'm the be- i'm the best player or i'm like there's yeah. not a, there's i'm the best midfielder here or, uh-huh. do you know what i mean yeah. and he's up for it and he, and he is he just has that kind of edge yeah he is and he's got he's got obviously the experience as well i mean he's like you know he's about 34 now something like that is yeah, 34, 34, I 34, think 34. 34. You know, so there's no spring chicken. So he's been playing a long time. He's got the experience to go into those games um, and knows what's required. But he's also got that confidence and, and you know, that arrogance as well. Do you know what I mean? They've known what he can do and been up for it and doing the thing. And obviously, he didn't have the best start of the season. I don't think he was as bad as a lot of folk were making out. So, I mean, it was that kind of, you know, you hear all this stuff. It's like, you know, that's him finished and all this sort of stuff. He wasn't at his best. And, you know, sometimes players aren't at their best you know mm-hmm. for three yeah. or four games in a row you know even young ones or middle aged ones or whatever that he was definitely wasn't firing all cylinders and then he stepped up for the most important well, one of the most important games I think the Kluge one was you know arguably more important um, but not many folk had a good pass mark out of that yeah, one I know. especially for 45 bad minutes I mean, it just shows you what can change but they he came into that Rangers game and, and just bossed it and he was totally he was the Scott Brown that the Celtic team required that what Neil had to see and it showed you again the good management of Lennon, knowing rather than going, mm, right, okay, well, he's not been at his best, we could bring the jam on, we could do these things like that. And he went, no, they were sticking with the captain. Yeah. And also as well, what a psychological boost that would have been for Rangers and the Rangers fans to see the team sheet and Bruni's not on it. You're thinking, ho, 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 they're panicking here. Do you know what I mean? This, is, this isn't good, do you know what I mean? And it, it would have put a real dunt yeah. in, the, in, the, in the support. 
um, the Celtic sport. Not that there was many there. I don't even know what's the difference in it really. But so it was the right call. I mean, it was absolutely the right call. Um, obviously, he's, he's defending at the hilt. The season's about to start again because we had this stupid break. I mean, it's for that long because this all feels ages ago as well. Yeah, I mean? I it's, it's almost ancient history. I mean, it's all that oh God, that time there. So I think we'll see. Um, just to move on, I think we'll see. Obviously, we've got um, uh, they've got Hamilton on Saturday. Um, so you'll be able to see where, where he's at and what, what he's up to. But yeah, um, no arguments on a down at Celtic Park from the pair of them with the sounds it. So yeah, <laughs> total rubbish. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Okay, and just final topic today. Uh, basically, it's Groundhog Day up at Tyne Castle as Craig Levine's been defending his Hearts team again. So we've been here many, many times. Um, obviously, they've had a, a honking start to the season. Um, they are currently joint bottom. Um, they've not won a game yet. Um, they've got two points for four games. Um, it's not going well at all. Um, now, Levine's kind of crazy Levine'd it and explaining stuff and saying, apparently everything's fine. Um, it's just a few minor changes. So it's like the old chemical alley sort of Craig Levine sort of defence so what he said is one of the conversations I have with every player that comes here when I take them to the stadium is wow it's a great environment and that's always great when you're playing well but they're demanding he's talking about the fans here um, I wouldn't have it any other way you won't see any other players criticise the supporters a wee dig it your man heckin' bottom there very very clearly he's good at this isn't he because if we're not doing well we deserve to get criticism we, we need to do better the good thing for me is now he's saying it's hypothetically if we're not doing well the good thing for me is in the fortune position to be able to work with them every day and see the quality they've got everybody heading in the same direction having full confidence is a position I'm trying to get to but I'm not overly concerned about it another key phrase it's not always easy to work on the imagination side of things players have to come up with things they heat the moment a lot of it has to be instinct um, having a good outcome generally follows a player being confident. We're just suffering a bit for a lack of confidence and people are playing safe right now. We've got players in the team that are doing all right, others not quite up to full speed yet and others who are lacking a bit of confidence. One of the things we focus on with real intent is defending better. So we've been doing that and hopefully the work will come even at the weekend. If we can get back to defending properly, then I'm very confident that the players I've got available will be able to score goals. Now, that's a very carefully worded I'm sure it's just off the top of his head um, mm -hmm. but it's a very carefully worded sort of thing I mean you know is he you know what, what do we think of that really yeah just I mean Hearts only I think they've only won four league games in like the calendar year uh -huh. Uh -huh. which calendar is calendar year which is pretty terrible and I know that I get that like essentially Naismith and Sutter's out which essentially they're spine of their team yeah so that's two really important players that will you know affect sort of results on, on the pitch is, but, but there should be see, more as I see looking at, looking at that squad they should be doing so much better totally the um, joint, joint I, know, I know it's early on but as I said if you look back to sort of last season it's yeah. been a continued sort of yeah. run of bad form and yeah like they've actually I actually some of the signs like Connor Washington seems a good addition but I just don't think Liv, so I don't think Levine's the sort of I just don't think he's the person to sort of fulfil that squad's potential because it's not looking like it, is he's, it? you know, they're not going to. It's not like they're going to, um, they're going to get relegated or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? They're going to, yeah. They're going to if they uh -huh. if they keep living, they're going to. Yeah. But I think but it's it is just relegation look, form, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It is. It is. Yeah. If you look at that is relegation. Yeah, form. but I don't. They'll obvious. I don't. Yeah, but I just don't see them in terms nope. of like if they keep nope. living, they're not going to be in danger of that. No, but they're not. They're not. The re the reality is that, that looking at that squad, that they should be pushing Aberdeen for third spot yeah, Eas like easily it's totally very wide be. open for third yeah. spot and they, they could easily push Aberdeen yeah. but 
if they keep Levine, that's just not going to happen. I, and I just don't think he's that. He's that. Like you know, the man to kind of take them forward no. long term. I just they're, think they're going to struggle to the top six. I think at the moment. I mean, that, that's that's where they're at. Um, it's. I mean, obviously they will. It's Hearts. They will pull through. They will pull yeah. over a little bit. They're not going to end up getting relegated. It's not going to happen that way. But the, the, as you say, the quality they've got. You look at you look at the squad. You think obviously losing Naismith last season was disastrous. You look at the other injuries. You've got suitors out here. You look at that. And you go right. And you look at all the other players. And you think there's no way they should be down here. I mean, there's absolutely none. And Levine keeps you know pouring you know cold water. He's thinking no, everything's fine. It's just a bit of confidence. We're just not working defence. Blah blah blah. And you're like. But there's, there's serious, serious issues at this club. Do you know what I mean? And if that was any other manager who had won four league games, uh, four league games yeah. since, since 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 the turn of the year, yeah. they'd be out. It's hundred yeah. percent. You'd be gone. It doesn't matter. Like, doesn't matter what team you play for. If you're from St Mirren, St Johnson, or Celtic, no yep. matter where in between, you're out in your ear. If you've not only won four league games since since the turn of the year, but he's still there because obviously the man who makes the decisions is him. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right. Like um, Michael Stewart got a lot of sort of criticism for essentially because uh-huh. he seems like he's always had it in for Levine. Yeah, and uh-huh. he doesn't like him. And <laughs> so, <laughs> like, but at the same time, he did raise that pretty valid point. Safest job, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, safest yeah, job. It totally like, is. You, well, you said like world football I think but which is <laughs> well. slightly right but I mean he does have a point in the sense yeah. of like yeah he's the, the form shows that he probably should should have been gone maybe upstairs maybe yeah maybe uh, yeah because he essentially came in when they were in a bad spot yeah essentially and he did essentially revive that and help them uh-huh. and they got to the cup final last year and that, it was a good run so yeah but, but also you look at who, where they, who they played to get through yeah. as well it wasn't the most difficult runs i mean and to yeah. be fair they played well in the final and there's, there's no denying that and it shows they can because they've got quality yeah, exactly. players um i don't think they ever looked massive like they're going to win the final but they did play well do you know what i mean because they, they, they have got the players that can do that do you know what i mean and do individual games but I think you just need to look at where, where they're at and, and where they're going. And can anybody see them going anywhere at the moment? You really can't. I mean, I can't really see what the future lies to them unless something changes. And all I can see changing is the manager, because that's the only thing I think will make a difference. They've already got the players. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They've got the players, they've got the experience, the talent's all in there. Um, he says all it needs to change is a bit, get better at defending and be more confident. You know, which is the sort of chat you hear for you know your boys, you know nine year old football team dad's coach job, and it's like you get thumped fourteen now, lads, but a wee bit more confidence and just I a know, bit better. It seemed like he did. He was a wee bit like sort of in denial, and uh-huh. you know when yeah. Hearts fans are, it's like looking at those comments. That just kind of they won't be happy seeing that because essentially like he's playing off and not not yeah. a big deal, but uh-huh. it's, it's a huge deal. It's a huge deal to them, uh-huh. and it should be it should be a huge deal to you know. Um, to the, you know the manager of the football yeah, club, and yeah. you know you, you think that maybe you know he came down downstairs to essentially take charge. Maybe it's time for him to essentially take a back seat again, yeah. and maybe thinking like I'm not the right. Instead of it getting to this point where you know, like maybe months down the line where this bad run of form continues, and uh-huh. you know kind of yeah. getting messy. I mean, he can still like still fix I, I, it yeah essentially yeah. by just kind of but it's, it's difficult you know he's a proud guy so that's that's exactly what I was going to go is take the ego uh, yeah, essentially being like you know I'm not I'm not the right person yeah this not job, at this but, time I have um, been in the past he's done, you know that's but just, I, seen, like, I did see like an online poll that was essentially like, it was a living the right man for the job and I think it was like well to be fair it was like presuming it, it might not all be Hearts fans yeah when, when in this poll but it was like over like 2000 votes anyway uh-huh. It was kind of like 70, 70, 30. 70, 30. 70 30, I mean, right, yeah. obviously that's a very small sample size, but it is yeah. interesting to see uh-huh. essentially the, 
you know, essentially what fans think about it. Yeah, I'm interested to see what the Hearts fans, fans so that want to keep him. Up, that's I, interesting. I don't think many, I mean, of them, many of them do. I've not seen much on social media. I think then that's what's frust- that frustrating is that like they're looking at that team and they're thinking we should be doing so much better, yeah. but we're not. And yeah. essentially, if you think the players are, if you think the players are good enough, then yeah. then you have to turn to the manager. Yeah, and exactly, um, I think that it said even if like see even if he gets into the the top six like the yep. season say like finish fifth or sixth like that's still underachieving for the squad they have yeah. so you just have to think it. of like like essentially Hearts shouldn't they should, they're not a club that should just accept that kind of mediocre mediocrity sorry yep. and that uh, you know he's not I just don't think he's the guy to take them forward like long term essentially you're I said you look over from like the calendar year and that form has just shown that like it's been a prolonged period where yeah. he's not been able to sort of produce good results totally and probably totally. that just that cup run has sort of yeah glossed over it, it a little bit yeah, I think yeah. it has uh-huh, like because totally. essentially that will have appeased a lot of fans you yeah. know like I even though they lost it was actually you know at that point where they, they sc- uh, Ryan Edwards scored that goal uh-huh, it was kind of like dare to believe yeah yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, but you know I, I feel easy yeah exactly I fans are always happy to get to a cup final oh, totally. no what, especially with Scottish Cup so. everyone is definitely um, but I think yeah looking long term I think it, it seems like the general consensus is that they, they don't think he's a man for it but no definitely I, think I mean time will tell how like, I think they're playing Motherwell this week playing Motherwell this week Motherwell and obviously had a good start to the season they look really exciting as well yeah. and obviously Hearts like, they conceded like two goals Aye. to Hamilton I think yeah, at yeah. Castle they look really sloppy at the back it's not actually been been going forward they've, they've looked alright yeah, um, so it'll be interesting to see how they're going to keep that Motherwell side at bay because they've been sort them. of They've, they've had a good start to the season yeah. and the free flow and look really good in attack anyway yeah, I think it could be quite a high scoring game too I it think, could be a good I think one for the, yeah. neutral yeah I think but, it might be a decent game uh, I think we'll preview them sort of tomorrow yes, tomorrow's pod we will. yeah it'll be a tricky one obviously the, the week after that they've got Hibs um, so it's a big, a big couple of weeks you know what I mean yeah, so, I mean, so. you could, if those two results don't great yeah. but I mean Hibs have got their own problems they've got their own, they've got their own sure yeah. we'll <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's all we talk well. about tomorrow I think definitely right okay thanks man uh, that's all for us here at Football Scotland for today we'll be back tomorrow before 4pm just in time to make your daily work commute that little bit more bearable you can get more for us at the Football Scotland website on our social media channels and Facebook and Twitter at football underscore Scott to ask a question or make a comment to us individually you can get me on at captain underscore howdy and Chris on at by Chris Doyle. Until tomorrow, thanks for listening. Cheers.